Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! All right, it's Monday night. Nick's fired up. We got a busy show. I mean, it's probably the biggest amount of guests we've had. It's Title Town, folks, so we're bringing out all the bandwagon. No, just kidding, guys. Bringing out all the big dogs for the Patriots. For sure. All right, I don't want to keep them too too long, so we'll get to start with our introductions. Welcome first to the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Hey, boys. It's good to be in. And you know what? You're talking about bandwagon fans. I never met a New England Patriot fan before the year 2000, so I think they're all a bunch of bandwagon fans up there. <laughs> you know what's cool tonight, Justin? And with our trivia game, we're going to find out who that is tonight with our guest. That's for sure. Let's welcome in to the studio Nick, you got Flander Macaronis. Hey, welcome, welcome. I am uh, converting my new home and my new official podcast room, but right now we are in transition because we're doing major renovations to the, to, to the house, so the wife and I are sharing, but I promise you as soon as I got the new one up, you will see it and you will be amazed we are yeah. super excited and we have seen every moment of it uh to our dismay quite frankly so let's move no on. no lie no lie <laughs> let's get our introductions and pay the bills so to speak first if you're watching on youtube hit that we subscribe button hit that subscribe button you can win a justin jefferson jersey justin is holding it up and it is protected so you don't got to worry about those greasy fingers ladies and gentlemen he'll be pulling that in for you so make sure you check I'm that fresh out the shower <laughs> <laughs> i want a justin herrera autographed yeah that's what i want go. he'll put the uh put the on the plastic at least 
All right, let's also um, also go to tssfantasy.com. Subscribe. You got all of our great stuff on there. We got rankings out right now. They're a little early, but they're out there. We got our contest listed on there for you as well. Check out the round table. Also, the round table has all of our exclusive features on there, paid uh, subscription on there. So make sure you check that out. And also, we're doing a show on your league. So make sure you check that out. Also, Go to T, excuse me, go to Underdog Fantasy. I got so much stuff to promo, I can't get lost sometimes. Go to Underdog Fantasy, hit TSS, get double your deposit up to $100. Guys, do you know why we do that? Because we can. No. We're the oh, fantasy show? Of the people, of the people. man. Oh, Come on. The people. There the we people. go. Come on. All right. Speaking <laughs> of the people. I got Dr. Miller in. He's got a house call for us tonight. Let's check it out. Let's go. I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. Back with Dr. Miller and the house call, the summer journey continues. We are now in New England. Welcome to New England, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Thank you for the invitation to be here. I'm excited about the show we have today. I'm excited as well. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good chowder indeed. All right, so let's go again. We're talking about New England, Titletown, Boston. Let's talk about some percents to the bench going to the running back position because that's what the Patriots like to do a lot is run the football. Damian Harris, percent to the bench for this young man. Yeah, so he's got the, I think, benefit here of playing alongside of a rapidly maturing quarterback in Mac Jones. Take that. Add in the fact that this is a contract year for him. And this may be a really big year for Damian Harris. I want to highlight just one really interesting statistic with him. He was second behind Jonathan Taylor last season in rushes inside the 10-yard line. So he's got a lot of stuff working in his favor. He's going to be a high utilization back, I think, come this fall. With that in mind, don't really have a good take on what we're going to see injury-wise from him. So I'm going to stay with 62%, which for the returning listeners will know that that is the NFL running back average any year. So kind of taking a mulligan here. and We're going 62% to the bench. All right. He's not a bad one to take a mulligan on, quite frankly. I mean, look, you're in a backfield that they split the they split, they split it up quite a bit. So at some point, Damian Harris, I think, just by function of Bill Belichick, will be 100% to the bench at some point. So just to throw that out there. All right, let's move on to the receiver position. A guy that was brought up a lot and got injured towards the end of last year, Jacoby Myers. Let's talk about him. His injury has come back, and what do you think his percent to the bench is this year? Yeah, not only last year, but he's been limited now in minicamp due to what's been an undisclosed injury. By his description, it's, quote, pretty much normal bumps and bruises. Not a guy with a remarkable injury career that I expect to carry over into this year. I think what happened in minicamp is behind him. We're going 10% to the bench for Jacoby Myers. 
10% to the bench, Jacoby. Congratulations, Jacoby Myers owners. Now, last year he got into the end zone. Let's see if he can get there a couple more times this year. Dr. Miller, appreciate you coming, hanging out, having a spot of tea with us here in New England. We're moving on tomorrow to the, well, we've already been here, but we're going back to New York. Wow, can you believe it, but We're going J-E-T-S, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. All right, thank you so much for uh, being here, sir. We'll look forward to you to, to tomorrow when we head to New York. See you tomorrow. Well, uh, I kind of messed that end up because we are going to Buffalo tomorrow, but that was Dr. Miller's house call for New England. Justin, I know that I was giving you a, um, a minute or two. Do, you, do we have some intro, a big intro to bring in our guest in? Did you get a, did a chance to find that, or are we just going to do that? I, I just want to say this. You weren't yeah. wrong because we are going to New York still. We're just staying for two days. That's true. That's true, right? <laughs> hey, what do you, what do you forget about it, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going where they like to break tables instead of, you know, break hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yes, wrong with I that. I did. I did. All right. Is- so let, hey, we're, let's not talk about tomorrow. Let's talk about today. It's New England. Let's play. So our I got intro. a transmission from the mothership. Guys, are yes, you ready? Bring it. Threw up in my mouth three times. Oh, the good old days. So please welcome guys to the studio. It's again, we're celebrating New England today. First, we'll start with a very good friend to the show, uh, basically part of our show, Andrew LaDuke. Welcome, my friend, to the studio. Thank you. Look, to think of the amount of clips they had to cut out of that intro, gotta love it. Just makes me feel good. And, (laughs) And I must say, Coop, Coop. Bravo! It must have t- you must have had to take anti-nausea meds to even mention the word title town with the New England Patriots. So thank you, sir. I am proud listen, of you. Listen, I like I love holidays, and we're here to celebrate you, my friend. So that's the way I look at it. So title town, we're here to celebrate. Let's also let's go to a also a friend. The funny part is he this is his anniversary to the show, and he doesn't even remember way back where last year we were on iPhones and we brought Caleb to our studio. It was a big cluster, you know what? But he did come on and and muscle through. Welcome back, Caleb. Even though you don't remember, yeah, I can't say that I remember any <laughs> bit of it, but. <laughs> Must have been a it good make, show then. It must have made the experience all the more cooler. That's for sure. Let's also <laughs> welcome in Mike Reedy. And I apologize because I didn't write all the great places that you're from down. So please let us all know where you're from, sir. 
Uh, you'll find me on the Undroppables for written content. I write Money Makers and Heartbreakers, uh, DFS, who to play, who not to play, all season long. I write uh, Untangling the Wire there as well. And then uh, I have a podcast called The Cheat Sheet. Uh, awesome. best related podcast as well. And and someone mentioned Patriots fans, right? Like being one, having been one for 30 some odd years, I, I can tell you, Justin, there's a lot of pink hat bandwagon Patriots fans. <laughs> <laughs> Bought Tampa shirts a couple of years ago. Um, so they're not all here anymore, which which some of us don't mind. Like hey, at, at least you weeded them out, right? They they went and they bought yeah, their top of A jerseys. <laughs> yes, they did. Absolutely. We got one other guest in. Let's see if that internet's caught up. Bob Hildenberg, he's a Patriots historian. Welcome to the studio, sir. And I don't believe that internet has quite caught up yet. That's, that's so... his best Bill Belichick impression. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. He's, just, he's on to Cincinnati. That's He's a, just ripping us right now. <laughs> that's yeah, a no, perfect segue. I'm going to take Bob out so we can get him straightened out. But let's start right away talking about the Patriots 2020 season outlook. Andrew, I'm going to start with you. First of all, give me a game that you like on the schedule and then just talk about their outlook in general. Where do you see them finishing this year? Last year, 10-7, and 7, although the blowout uh, playoff loss and a tough AFC. And, you know, listen – at the end of the day, that that playoff loss was coming after what happened earlier that season. So, again, what do you think the prospects are and their outlook this season? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that we all knew that playoff loss was coming after the kind of um, strange game that first game in Buffalo was early in the year. So, the way I have this look, and I see them taking a slight step back. I see them finishing 9-8 and eight this year, um, going down both times to the Bills. Um, and for me, the biggest game that I want that I'm looking forward to uh, most is definitely going out to Vegas to visit Josh McDaniels. Just given the uh, the history of previous coaches against Bill Belichick, I, I want to see that because look, I am now not because Josh McDaniels is there. I'm a Derek Carr fan. Like over the past two years, I've just become a, such a big Derek Carr fan. That's a game I want to watch just because I like what they're doing out there in, in Vegas, and I think that will just be a good game. It should be a good test for this Patriots team, uh, considering what the Raiders are going to have to deal with in that division of theirs. Yeah, um, not to get on a car tangent, but I talked about him last year, stuff he did with Ruggs and said, and the way he yes. is, his demeanor and everything. I love Derek Carr, too. Big things for him this season, indeed, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Let's go to Caleb, <laughs> your perspective on this out on this, on this excuse me season, and uh, give me a game that you like also on the schedule. Uh, similar to Andrew, I think 9 and 8 is probably fair. Um, I think 10 and 7 is probably their ceiling, but I don't think their floor gets much lower than 8 and 9. Like, this team is going to be solid through and through. I mean, the biggest hurdle. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. 
Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. On offense is really who's going to be calling plays. Um, and then defensively, obviously, you have a lot of turnover. But this offense looks good. Like, just on paper, it looks good. And Mac Jones, like, he, like uh, I forget who said it earlier, is extremely – is maturing at an extreme rate. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what this team can do. I don't think they're going to be world beaters, but that's a process. Uh, my favorite games, I'm going to the Colts game in November. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm going to the Bengals game on Christmas Eve, and I'm also looking forward to that. Mm. So probably those two games I think are a real good um, measuring stick for where the Patriots are going to stack up because those are two really good AFC teams that are probably in your territory of how good you are. Yeah, take yourself out of the game, and that's not a bad one that I would say. Indeed, Christmas Eve, Patriots, Bengals, like that indeed. Big one there. Mike, what do you think, my friend? Outlook for the season, and give me one on the schedule you're really looking forward to. I'm going with 10-7. and Uh, There's been some changes coaching staff-wise on some other teams, like the Bills lost their offensive coordinator. You may or may not realize that their offense wasn't clicking on all cylinders until Dayball got there, and now he's gone. Um, I like the Bills. Uh, I think Miami got a lot better as well this offseason. I like what both of these teams have been doing the past couple of years, by the way. Like, I really like what they've been doing. Uh, I'm, I'm a football fan first, even though, as you can see, I'm a Patriots fan. Uh, I want that September 11th game against Miami. Is something I really want to watch as a barometer for both teams on how I think they're going to do at least the first half of the season. Uh, I, I like – I love Mac Jones, by the way. But I like Tua a lot as well. So I, I think uh, that game is going to tell us a lot about both teams, at least for the first half of the season. And it's going to be a very, very big barometer game. And I, I can't wait to see that game. Yeah, wow. Oof. Uh, well, as you, you didn't know, uh, Miami on this show is referred to by me as America's team because that's my team, of course. Um, listen, and at the end of the day, of course, love that litmus test in the beginning against the Patriots. Um, and it's funny that you brought up Tua because I actually was thinking about him today and like how his I mean, he's like a Bill Belichick Patriots type guy. Like like Mac Jones is. It's like it's not he's not very flashy, but he doesn't make mistakes. Um, well, two is main mistake. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Attempts, <laughs> I, I was about to he fall on his chair. Attempts to be, <laughs> he attempts to be mistake-free. Hey, he is be your wrist okay like, over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm talking, now I'm starting to drool as I talk like, damn, I just messed up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so anyway, uh, good predictions all the way around. Nick, I'll kick it to you real quick. Give me a prediction. If you have a game, cool. If not, that's cool, too. Just give me a prediction on the Patriots season. <laughs> Six and 15. Is that what it is now? How many did they play? Seven, 17? 21 games. Listen, Nick, Nick is back in the 80s with his retro wall back, his brick retro no, no, no. wall back there. I'm surprised win. I don't see any spray paint on it. They'll win six, six games this year. Uh, I don't think Mac Jones is very good. They don't have any receivers. They better have a hell of a line, and they better be able to learn how to run because uh, – Who's your top receiver? Jacoby Myers. Good luck with that. Uh, 
I don't yeah, think Parker. that they're going to do any good. Plus, they don't even have an offensive coordinator. You got a defensive coordinator yeah. coming over to call your plays. A guy who lost like all of his games in Detroit. Come on, you're they're not they're not trying to win. And plus, that Bill Belichick has been 500 ever since Brady left. So I, uh, we are not going to be expecting big things out of out of New England. Their time is over. I, Buffalo is is the king of that division now. Where did Bill Belichick hurt you, Nick? <laughs> I was going to say, to be, to be fair to Bill's 500 record, he had Cam Newton and now and then a rookie quarterback. A lot of that can be – Well, can if be he's great. supposed to be this great head coach and he can win with dog shit, what's going on with him? celebration of New England, and you have essentially just pooped on our. You have flandered our guest tonight. I mean, this I'm is, living up to my name, sir. I'm living up to my name. <laughs> Justin, give me a prediction for the season. I Bill Belichick. Um, let's not poop on our on our guests. But what did Mike say? I didn't hear what he said. You obviously root for an opposing team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, the the last time you guys went to the Super Bowl, he was very happy. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go real quick with this one. Um, I'm looking forward to that Minnesota game. It's Thanksgiving. Um, I look at the schedule and I look at that as a turning point game. I think that the first couple like weeks, like, I think it's like the first 10 weeks leading up to that, you guys could easily make out with a good like 8-2 and two schedule there. And then that's the one point where I look at there's a there's a difficult team you're traveling to them and if you can't get a job the job done there it's going to be a long stretch home to a playoff spot so if you don't get at least eight wins and then that one it's going to be hard to get another you know two wins after that so when I look at that I look at you know it's a big Thanksgiving game you're away from your families you want to go out there and get a freaking W so then on a plane ride home you can be looking for some turkey and some other stuff at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listen, I mean I think all of our guests are pretty much spot on 10 7 9 and 8. I think that's a good range for this team. They went 10 and 7 last year I mentioned it made to the playoffs. The what you'll always see from a Bill Belichick team of course is discipline and mistake-free football. I mean, ask Ramondre Stevenson. Ask anyone who tried to step up in a starting role and made a mistake. You hit the bench. So, um, you know, again, good, Moss. Dis- good discipline team, um, able to come in. 10-7, is good. Lost some pieces on defense, though. So when we talk about fantasy rankings, you know, if we get to the defense, you know, somebody that came in number two this last year, don't see them coming in that high. Again, schedule, all that plays a factor as well. So who knows, of course. All right. We're going to hit a quick commercial break. We get back. Time to play some feud. And we're going to see. Talked about them bandwagon earlier. We're going to see who the bandwagon is, Andrew. <laughs> I thought I hit it. Aiden, we love <laughs> We do? It's a fantastic game, yet still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? 
Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. So you put them up, reach the skies and the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. <laughs> not been on i don't think caleb is and mike has been on for a feud before i know andrew's been embarrassed a few times uh, before <laughs> on here so what we're gonna do tonight um uh, since we got three of you and i know i mean keep trying to get bob in but his like signal keeps dropping so i wanted to have two versus two um but i think just to kind of kill time we're just gonna go a triple threat match so basically how the rules are i'll read the question out You'll yell out the answer as soon as you, one you may know. If it's better than the rest, then you get control of the round, just like the tra- traditional family feud anyway. Has everyone pretty much got that? I'll volunteer to join a team if, if that makes it easier. Nope, yeah, sure don't. Well, it's time to play the feud. <laughs> he said nope. <laughs> Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. This is going to be a long game. Hey, Caleb, you looked a little confused. So I just want to, I'll just reiterate again. So what we're going to do is I'm going to yell the question out. All right, and when you if you know it, just say it. I don't have a buzzer. That was the only main thing. So that's the main rule. Let's just try to get in there with that. All right, here we go, guys. First question of the night. I'm gonna hit you right. I hope there's Patriots fan watching tonight because I want you to. If you're sitting next to a Patriots fan and they're watching, I want you to sit and look at their face, see if they got got some for this. Top five answers on the board. Give me the top five leaders in rushing yards. For the Patriots all time. The Garrett Blunt. Look, uh, Garrett Blunt ain't even close. Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon, although uh, uh, close to this list. Kevin Falk. There for like three seasons. Oh. What was that? Kev- Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk is correct. We're having some uh, internet issues, so I don't want to keep hitting the little uh, dingies. I think Bob's trying to come in. It's like mess a little bit up. No breeze. Great job. You got control, Andrew. Kevin Falk didn't want to make that noise for me. I know he is number. (laughs) (laughs) Ding ding ding. He is number five on this list with three thousand six hundred and seven yards all time. You got control, sir. Go ahead. All right, um, we're gonna have to go with. Man, I would have thought Corey Dillon was on there too. Um, I can't even think of other running backs right now. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, give me the X. I can't think of another running back. Right? I gotta keep, I gotta, I gotta keep thinking. I gotta keep thinking. Oh <laughs> I gotta, my I gotta cut god. <laughs> You, uh, you know, because one of the answers is 
Oh, um, Sam Cunningham. Sam Cunningham, numero uno on this list. Sam Bam Cunningham. Yeah, that's the name that was stuck in my head, and I just couldn't get it. Remember, out. we've had that before. One and five now. So cute. Let's get the meat now. Let's go. You got the bread. Let's get so the we meat. Cunningham. We got Falk. Um, we're gonna go with um, uh, Martin. Curtis Martin. Good job. What the hell is that one for? I, that, that's supposed to be the final one. That's my fat finger. I got a new computer tonight, guys. I'm sorry. I got fat fingers, too, at that. Curtis Martin, number four, 3,700. My writing's bad, but 99 looks like. You got number two and number three with two strikes left. Bro, Coop, Coop, real quick. I got you on the, the backstage thank stuff. You. Don't worry. So your fat fingers can <laughs> stay intact, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> Damn. Nick, after a year, you ain't sitting there still in your. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things. What? Now you just fuck it with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got, Drew? All right. Um. It's so hard to think of running backs that were relevant. Yeah, I mean, these are, these are, these are not, not your era. I, I, I have one I can think of who might well, be on there. Well, wait, you get your chance to steal, Mike. <laughs> I'll be dead after that because I can't only think of one. Well, that's, that's your chance to steal it from him. Let's see. All right, Drew, you got – come on. These are out All of your right, era, right. so if you know them or you don't. <laughs> I mean, let's let's go more recent. I guess. We'll say uh... – even though I just said it was out of his era, just hit that button. Oh, just hit the button. Yeah, you say that. Just, yeah, hit the button. I don't know what <laughs> I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. I got three. Let's get let's give Mike the the chance to steal first because he has said he had an answer. Mike, who do you think's on this list? This is from my era, from when I was in high school. Tony Collins. Uh, I'm assuming he's on there because he was around for a while. Tony uh, Collins is on this list. I can't think of anybody other than Curtis Martin. That was one I would have named too. Uh, outside no, good. Good job. You you steal it there, Mike. Caleb, you have maybe number two on the list, though. Jim Nance. Wow! He pulled it out! He hit that, hit that one. Hit that one correct one. Come on. Oh! There we go. Press it. I don't know. I, I think Bob's ready backstage. You want to throw Listen. him in? Listen. Oh, he's moving. Yeah, bring him in. Bring him in if he's ready. Listen, that's very, that's very impressive. Bob, welcome to the studio, sir. Hey, uh, I guess I got to use Chrome to get in because Streamline doesn't like when I'm getting in the other way. So, so I'm right. on my phone. Well, either way, either yeah. way, you've come to save the day. 
We got, um, listen, let's team them up. We got uh, Caleb and Mike on one side. You guys already got one, and we'll team Andrew because he knows nothing with Bob. <laughs> let's go. Uh, we're playing basically Family Feud is what we're playing. So I'm going to ask the qu- this next question. If you know the answer, just yell it out. If you guys get it, you get control just like Family Feud and can try to finish out the board. That's basically how it works. All right, so top five answers on the board. I'm going to ask your fandom again. Give me. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. All time, top five Patriots in receiving yards. Wes Welker. Wes Welker is on this list. Stanley Morgan's number one. (laughs) You gotta gotta wait (laughs) because... Caleb got a control for the round, and the buzzer didn't go. All right, so we got Wes Welker. Obviously, he just said Stanley Morgan. So, um. <laughs> so Stanley Morgan is also correct. Number one on the list. So you got Stanley Morgan, number one. Gronk. Ooh. Gronk is correct. Number two on this oh, list. years, baby. A lot of catches. The Gronkinator. You got Stanley Morgan. You got Stanley Morgan, Rob Gronkowski, Wes Welker. Two more Patriots on this list. I know the other two. (laughs) (laughs) I know the other two. (laughs) Edelman. Edelman is correct. That is number four on this list. Very nice. And we got one more. What was that? Brown. Troy Brown is correct. I hope we're not Googling because that's everybody played with Brady. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to take away the Google from everybody. And we got a third round question that no one can Google this quick because I'm not going to tell you where I found this until later. But top five places in Boston to get a lobster roll. Oh, in Boston itself or New England? In Boston. I just looked Boston. That's what they gave me. Right. Oh, 
Number one place regionally is is uh, the Beach Plum. They win it every year, but they're in New Hampshire. I, I, uh, I do believe Bob gave an answer there, Coop. Is it, is what it did correct? he say? I didn't hear him. He said legal seafood. He said what? I'm sorry? Legal, legal seafood. seafood. Legal seafood is not correct. In Boston itself, I have no idea. I don't get to Boston that often. In, this, in the city. So this was it too bad? It was just too much, I think. Was this a bad one? Yeah, yeah, this was a, this was a bad one, my man. If you ask me, if you ask me who Jimmy Garoppolo threw his first touchdown pass to, I think it's that one. But <laughs> listen, we're trying to celebrate the city and the culture. That's yeah, why yeah. I just thought maybe you guys knew. All right, well, well let's go. wouldn't actually go into Boston to get a lobster roll. Yeah. We'll go to places where lobster got pulled out of the ocean that morning. Oh, that's you know, funny. Like, like, what's like, funny Markies, is like Markies or Browns or something. Yeah. Like that. So that's that's the that's the tourist in me. When we went to Boston. All, all I could ever still think about is lobster rolls. So that's that's on me. All right, I'm just gonna give you the list. It was from TripAdvisor. So if you're in Boston, check it. You want to check out James Hook and Company. That's number one. Number two is the Boston Sail Loft Restaurant. Three is Luke's Lobster Back Bay. Four is the Neptune Oyster. And number five is Yankee Lobster. Hope you wrote all that down, and you're definitely going to forget it, I'm sure. All right, let's go. We're going to go back to football, thankfully. All right, give me top five all-time New England sack leaders. Andre Andre Tippett is correct. I didn't see who said that, but... Boy, Bob. <laughs> All right, so Bob and Andrew, you control this round. Go right ahead. Um, Willie McGinnis, uh, Tony Will- McGee. Will- <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! One answer at a time, buddy. One answer at a time. So Willie McGinnis is correct at number two. You got Andre Tippett at a hundred. Fit 100 sacks, 78 for Willie McGinnis. All right, who else you got, Bob? Uh, if you go back all the way, I mean, but uh, Tony McGee should be in there. Tony McGee is not in here. Ooh. All right, Mike, what are we thinking? Oh, oh you, got, well, you, got two, you got two more. You got two more. Right Jump the um, gun. <laughs> so now I'm like, hey. well, they got two more. They got two more they can miss. Bob, you got anything else? Or Andrew, do you, are you going to help Bob out at all? Or <laughs> I don't think I would be helping him. Out. This is what I mean. This is why I paired you two up because I already knew. <laughs> can I so, guess again? Yeah, go no, ahead. Got two more, two more strikes well. left. Well, Chris Slade should be in there. Chris Slade is in there. He's at number three with 51. Job. Nice. So you got four and five left. Julius Adams should be up there. Julius Adams is not in there. I'm waiting for Bob's face to like shoot up and call bullshit on you. One more, Bob. (laughs) One more. Yeah, one more, one more strike against you. I can't even say Andrew. You have no teammate. No. It's all you, no. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who is his teammate supposed to be? Caleb? <laughs> no, me. Oh. Right, exactly. Well, probably Wayne Hamilton would be the next one. 
I, I didn't hear the first name, but there is no Hamilton. Indeed. That is your third strike. Good job. Good job, Bob. All right, Mike, Caleb, you have your chance to steal. Do you have number four and five on the sack leader list? Uh, there's a name I want to say, but uh, it's close. <laughs> say it. Go ahead. Throw it out. Richard there. Seymour? Richard Seymour, not on Ooh. the list. That was tough. Caleb, that's the only name I was thinking of. It, it is tough, bro. On this list, number four, Mike Vrabel was number oh. four, 48 sacks. And Rob Nikovich is in at number number five. So hey, wow. now we're reaching the way back machine. So damn, damn. I didn't even know Vrabel was that good at getting the quarterback. <laughs> I want right. to dispute this though. I want to dispute this because um, that's probably coming from the NFL Pro Football Reference, right? That is correct. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, <laughs> Pro Football Reference is wrong. <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm calling you straight up out of your bullshit, sir. <laughs> Listen, I've gotten it wrong plenty of times on this show, sir, but this time, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> right, 100. Julius Adams has 79 and a half. Ah. McGinnis has 78. Yep. Tony McGee has 70. And Ray Hamilton has 54. So I don't have any of those guys, other those guys you mentioned. I'm not. I'm not sure what's up with that. My bad. I just go off with the the data tells me. I don't want to say. Hey, hey! If it makes you feel any better, right now Boston is losing to uh, Golden State, sixteen to twenty-seven. Oh, that's fun in a oh, game. What is that game five in a first quarter with your fake background? All right, number five. This is the last one on this list. Listen, I'm going to give you guys a chance. To make something happen here. Whoever wins this one wins it all. And I did it on straight Boston again. So this is good. But this one you guys should know. This is stuff I even knew. So it's not a big deal. But give me the best places to visit when you go to Boston. Top five. Fenway Park. All right, Caleb, I heard you first. What was it? Fenway Park. Fenway Park is correct. And it's number one on this list. You guys... The North End. The North End is correct. It is on this list at number five. Also known as Quincy Market. What was that one? Say that again. Justin. Also known as Quincy Market. It'll be one of those two things, but it's the mm-hmm. same place. I don't have that one here, sir. Not that, I'm not in the top five. Probably so one star. That's odd. TD Garden. That was odd. TD Garden is not also on this. Cooper, are you sure you heard Mike say Faneuil Hall as well as Quincy Market was Faneuil? Yeah, Faneuil Hall. Yes, I heard. I, I, oh, okay, it's, okay. It's, it's, I'm going to re- <laughs> give you the reference of where this is from, so that way nobody kills me after. All right, guys, you got one more strike. Give me a place to visit in Boston. In Boston. Freedom, the Freedom Trail. <laughs> wrong team, Bob. Wrong team. You did it again. That's correct, but it's on their team. So that's, so that's number two. The Freedom Trail's one. That's number two. So on this list left is number three and number four uh, on the list. Uh, old Ironsides. 
Old Ironsides, maybe it's known as something else, is not on this list. So that's your third one. Oh, hell no! I got one. All right, hold on. Bob and Andrew, three and four on this list. Do you got it? Franklin Park Zoo. Really? Franklin Park Zoo. <laughs> It is not. Really? No. Uh, this no. I was going to say. You Can I say it? Constitution. The U.S. Constitution. Stop it. Get some help. Can I say it? Uh, Nick, what do you get? Go ahead, Nick. How about we go to Cheers or the Bull and Finch? Well, oh, Cheers we would be cool. I went to Cheers. That was fun. But it's not on this list either. It actually has number three, the Museum of Fine Arts. Who? Okay. Four. The Boston Tea Party Museum. So yeah, that, oh, that would have been the thing I said after Old Ironsides was the Tea Party ship. Yeah. I, that, I I, that's why I said it might be known as something else. That was on TripAdvisor, so nobody killed me on that. TripAdvisor.com. If I guess they apparently suck. if you, you want to go to Boston, <laughs> if you want to go to Boston, don't look at what's ever going on um, on TripAdvisor. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. Thanks so much. Hold on, hold on. on. Who's yes, the winner? Sorry. Who's the loser? We got something oh. for everybody. Oh, you do? All right, cool. Well, I I believe it was Caleb and Mike who ended up finishing as the winners today. By default, we won. Default. That's all you really need in life is Chuck Norris's approval. (laughs) And for the losers. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And Bob, Bob is just dis- so disgraced at, at, at your the, the questions you had and your and your information. He just said no. I don't. Hey, listen, I don't blame him, bro. Nothing Bob was helping that. their team. All right, we're, we're going to take, take, take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk about in this next commercial about the fantasy league on your show. We get back. We're going to talk fantasy rankings on the Patriots. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? (laughs) Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Mike, night, night, sorry, and now possible playful. You're on your way. (laughs) Now we want to bring that professional fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. forward to interacting with you and your league soon don't forget tssfantasy.com go visit it today get signed up we are the fantasy show the people
Lynn, hey, and the question, <laughs> oh, my bad. We're back with rankings time, and the question, of course, is, are you ready? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Okay, I was waiting to get off on mute. All right, so going into our fantasy predictions for New England, usually a ho-hum type of group to talk fantasy about, and it looks like we're going to continue that again. Mac Jones last year finished QB 18. Not too bad, but outside top 15. Um, played all, all 17 games, and don't forget the outlier of the one game in Buffalo that I don't think anyone could have thrown anything in. Um, so take that into account as well for that ranking as well. So, uh, but also, also, you know, again, you can spin numbers the way you want. Finish well below Lamar Jackson, who missed uh, quite a bit of games there. So there's again, we can go through the numbers and 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 play with them all you want. But the fact is, you did have an addition with Devonta Parker. Now, again, as an Americans team consultant, I can tell you that Devonta Parker ain't shit. No, just kidding. Devonta Parker can put in big games when he's properly motivated. I've seen it on the field a hundred times. I've always said big knock on him as he just has no oomph. Like there's no like, you know, those guys that go up and get that X, that jump ball. He just doesn't have it in him. No, go get it. Um, so that was just, you know, again, his years in Miami, maybe a new scene, maybe basically he's the, he's going to be, have a chance to be the number one guy in Bill Belichick's offense. That's saying a whole lot. So we'll see, we'll see what a, a motivated Parker will do for him. However, for my prediction for, for Mac Jones this year, 22. I think he takes a little step down, a little bit of a sophomore slump in that. Justin, what do you think? Um, yeah, so as of right now, he's hanging around uh, QB 24. So, you know, I look at this, I go, you know, he finished the best of all the rookies last year. And as of right now, he's ranked the lowest of all the rookies. And there's a lot of, like, prove it's out there. Mac Jones proved it last year. Mac Jones has great anticipation. He has great timing. He couple stats I pro or um, pulled. He had a fifty-eight point two percent completion rating against pressure. That was second in the league for a rookie. He had sixty percent completion rating in the red zone, seventh. He was money. You know, he had thirty-five money throws, which on um, player profiler that equates to passes that shouldn't really have gotten there. Like their passes are just a little bit extraordinary. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought I was official here. You know what I mean? Like you're clicking. You're like I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, no, impressive with the stats, though. 3,800 yards in his rookie year. And he was on an offense that was a rushing offense. He is a steal right now at QB 24. His only downfall is he run. The only person I've seen look worse running it was his predecessor, Tom Brady. Uh, 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so that is his one downfall compared to the rest of the rookie class. Outside of that, he has got the most down. I mean, he knows how to throw the ball into tight spaces, which is a trait that you usually acquire as a veteran in this league, but he did it as a rookie. So I'm 100% in on Mac Jones. Um, if he falls to me as a QB3, I am more than ecstatic. Where he is going right now is around the QB2 range in Superflex. Jesus is a believer, Nick. What say you for Mac Jones? Well, at the time I did these rankings, um, I had him at 22, sandwiched in between Lawrence and I'm just saying, and yeah, Tannehill. Well, you copying my rankings, exactly. Right. <laughs> Dude, it's May. Okay, I'm not going to worry about it. Um, the, the only Jones I have worse than Mac Jones is Daniel Jones, and uh, I might put Mac Jones even lower. So uh, he's he is going to be, I'm telling you, he's going to be the number one quarterback in handoff stats next season beyond belief because that's all he's going to be able to do is hand it off. He's not going to throw it at anybody because just like you said – uh, Cooper said he's throwing to Devonte Parker. Eh, maybe I'll play. Maybe I'll run. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not into this whole football thing. And then, and then that's all he's got. He's got no tight end. He's got no wait, other wait, receivers. Wait, wait, wait. Who's his wait, tight, wait, tight wait. end? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Right. I'm sorry, Hunter Henry. Right. I'm sorry, Hunter Henry. I'm just on a roll tonight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are slandering about right now. <laughs> the last yeah, tight end I saw out of New England was Gronk. So uh, I don't. Again, he's working with nothing. So if he if he finishes the season around where he finishes last year, consider that a win. Uh, but I would call him a. A streamer at best. Okay. All right, Mike, I'm going to go to you on this one. We went to Andrew last time. What's your opinion on Mac Jones, where you think we have him ranked? think it's about right. I think it's probably fair. Uh, this is a running football team. Uh, you mentioned Damian Harris earlier. I, I was very high on him going into last season. Uh, I had a lot of uh, debates, borderline internet arguments with people on Twitter uh, at this time last year when I said Damian Harris was going to be a running back, too, for the season, and you want to draft him because you can get him really cheap. You won't get him as cheap this season. Um, you know, if you're playing super flex, I, I would draft him probably as your third wide receiver, as Justin said, and I'd be happy. I think this passing game is going to be better this year than it was last year, mostly because of what's happened in OTAs and what, what we're reading and seeing here uh, in New England. He's – taken a big-time leadership role. He's worked with his wide receivers throughout the offseason. He looks really good. But, again, Nick, you're not wrong. They're going to run the ball a lot. So that play calling matters. I say it all the time, and lots of times people don't want to believe it. They're like, talent, talent, talent. Yeah, I don't care about talent if the guy can't touch the the ball, right? So they're going to run the ball a lot. That's what Bilicek wants to do. That's going to hamper his uh, fantasy outlook on the season. So I don't think you have him ranked poorly at all. Mike, uh, great segue, my friend. It was like you knew where I was heading. Let's go to the running back position. Talking about now last year, Damian Harris, number eight. Finished number eight, 2021. Pretty darn impressive in a Bill Belichick offense. Ramondre Stevenson, number 36. And number 51, 
Brandon Bolden? Did I get did I read this right? Like, is this yeah. guy still around? I can't even believe it. So we follow McDaniels. I mean, unbelievable. Still a number 51 ranked running back on the season. I mean, he would at least get you some points during the year. Um, so again, we've talked about this being a running team. Um, I have this year, though, again, I have just this offense taking a step back a little bit. I just think the team is not as good as it's going to be from last year. But as you mentioned, a lot of run flow in this offense. So whoever remains this number one back, um, like Damian Harris saw last year, if he can continue this, I mean, top 10 back Damian Harris right now, I'm looking at him at 20. I've seen other rankings have him even lower. He might be the steal of the draft if he ends up sneaking your way in. Um, guys, we're running out of time. I want to make sure we hit enough stuff. But Andrew, let's go to you on this one. Give me your opinion on Damian Harris and just the uh, running back field in New England in general. Yeah, I like Damian Harris as uh, he's, I'd say a back end RB two in my opinion because I did just out of sheer volume. And look, he he's shown to be effective um, when when running straight ahead at the line. He can also kick it out and, and catch the edge. Uh, so I still think Damian Harris is going to be the lead back there. Stevenson should see some more run. Uh, I'm not too worried about your, you know, the Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris coming in. Bill doesn't like to throw the rookie running backs out there very often, so I think those are going to be depth guys. Learn the learn the the feel of the team, and then you know when it's time to pay Damian Harris, they're going to let Damian Harris walk and let one of these young guys come in. That's that's kind of the the template. Uh, that's but the real Patriot fast, way. yeah. But real fast before we run out of time. A lot of people forgetting James White is coming back to this team. Going to be a big part of this offense. Could be a big step of Mac Jones moving forward. It's going to add that that extra uh, angle that they did not have last year as far as a true versatile running back uh, receiver in a way. Who's, he's, he can split a wide. He's going to run those wheel routes better than Harris or Stevenson could. So look for White to return to an X factor for this team. Yeah. A good PPR um, add too. So good, good point to that. That also James White could end up being a great PPR steal for you as well. Let's get to the receivers. Jacoby Myers last year, 41. Kendrick Bourne, 52. Nick, by the way, Hunter Henry last year finished seventh. What are you talking about? They don't have a freaking tight end. I forgot. I forgot. Anyway, Devontae Parker finished 70, but we know uh, struggling offense. He was hurt last year. So again, out of these, out of this group, is there anyone you see that you'd want to make a, a just? And I'll go to you. Any of these guys you want to take a stab at for this season? Uh, maybe in best ball. It's not, <laughs> not in anything else. I mean, I mean, Jacoby Myers. A lot of uh, camp talk has come out that he's gotten a lot bigger. Um, maybe he can, you know, last the entire season. Maybe he can actually be more physical in the red zone where they actually need him to be physical. Um, as far as, you know, Kendrick Bourne, love Kendrick Bourne, longtime 49er. I won't bet the house that he's going to have a repeat season of last year. Um, and then, uh, one guy that I'm interested in is Taekwon Thornton. I was interested in this tape at, um, when we were doing our draft process, I don't think he was, he was definitely wasn't a second round pick, but he's an interesting player because he offers that speed element that they've kind of been searching for with Aguilar and, you know, they brought in a couple other guys. I don't know, you know, if this is going to be something, maybe they start to use uh, Mac Jones's arm a little bit more, maybe some play action passes, maybe some deep balls. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. Yeah, indeed. Bob, I'll go to you, sir. Is there any Patriots receiver this year that you like or want to think you would target in a fantasy uh, draft? Uh, Parker is probably the number one. Pick, but uh, the guy they're talking about now is this guy Trey Nixon. 
uh, at camp. We're real early, but if you want to just keep an eye on him, uh, he's got some talent. And this Thornton guy, uh, he's got some speed. He might might get three, four, five touchdowns, but I, I wouldn't say any of these receivers are going to be in the top 40 or 50. Indeed. Mike, we're going to close out with you because uh, I don't want to say anything to Nick about uh, their tight end because he don't know what he's talking about. Hunter Henry, <laughs> top, seven, top seven last year. Do you find him finishing in the top ten this year? Uh, well, with the way tight ends are, it's definitely possible because of how he's used in the red zone. He'll need to get touchdowns just like he did last year to, to support that scoring. Um, he scored quite a few touchdowns last year. No, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, I would say it's possible. I wouldn't mind taking a stab at him. I will probably myself and redraft at some point if I can't get a top tier guy, cause why not? Um, but I think they're going to spread the ball around. They have a lot of guys that are like second level talent here. And I think you're going to see them spread the ball around a lot. And when we somebody mentioned Kendrick Bourne, He's probably the best route runner on the team, which bodes well for him to repeat, actually, because Mac's so accurate with his passes. Uh, if I was going to take a stab in best ball, he's the guy I'm probably going to draft there. Yeah, and I like Hunter Henry. long as he can stay healthy, nice big target for Mac Jones. Can't go wrong with that there. Yeah. Fellas, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Big celebration of New England. The Patriots almost made me sick. We're now we're good. <laughs> Guys, do us a favor, Mike. Tell all of our guests um, where they can find all your great stuff at. So you can find me on the undroppables.com every week during the season. I write a waiver wire article. Uh, comes out every Tuesday morning. And uh, Money Makers and Heartbreakers comes out Thursdays. It's a hybrid DFS uh, slash sit start type article. Um, you can also find me on a podcast called The Cheat Sheet where we go through um, different priced uh, players for you set your DFS lineups on Sunday way. Nice. Nick's, Nick needs to t- pay attention to that. Let's go to Bob, my friend. Tell us where we can find all your great stuff at, sir. Uh, the best bet is just go to Twitter at Bob the Stat Guy. Uh, no, Pat Stat Guy Bob. Um, he don't know his own website. <laughs> it's on the YouTube site. We got, we got it. We can see it. it is, up. Um, I'll be doing a couple of podcasts later, but uh, there's no name for them yet, so I'll put that out there on Twitter and stuff. So, all good, and, man. I apologize for the uh, giving you a hard time about the sack, but that's that's a kind of a stat that I. Uh, hey, you don't need to apologize, <laughs> man. I appreciate you muscling through the show. Trust me, I give people a hard time for a living. Andrew, speaking of hard time, tell us where we can find your great stuff at, my friend. Yeah, you can always find me at Real Mr. Mallard on Twitter. Um, I will be having weekly rankings coming out as the season starts, uh, as well as random um, kind of op-ed articles on the Belly of Sports. Uh, com website and then as well if you fancy golf every wednesday morning 10 a.m my golf show divots and pivots airs uh, and big show coming up this week on saturday actually from four to seven uh, in middletown mass at the clubhouse we will be live on site you can come out and meet us we'll be playing around in the simulator we have a giveaway from piper golf as well and we'll just be hanging out and watching the u.s open so if you're in the area in new england boston wherever stop on by the clubhouse in middletown four to seven Perfect plug on a perfect show, perfect guest to have on. Thank you guys so much. We do appreciate you. Tomorrow, we're, or excuse me, Wednesday, we're heading to Buffalo, another city I can't believe it. 
Anyway, look, love you guys for coming on. We appreciate you guys. Hopefully we can have you on later on this season. To all of our fans, hit that subscribe button. Go to TSS Fantasy. We appreciate you, and we are out. Nick's going through a flaming table. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.